Good morning. This is Luke 22, chapter 7. Then came the day of unleavened bread, on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. Jesus sent Peter and John, saying, Go and make preparations for us to eat the Passover. Where do you want us to prepare for it? they asked. He replied, As you enter the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him to the house that he enters, and say to the owner of the house, the teacher asks, Where is the guest room, where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large upper room, all furnished. Make preparations there. They left and found things just as Jesus had told them, so they prepared the Passover. When the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table, and he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you. For I tell you, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread, gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them, saying, this is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. Wow, that's loud, great. Power. Now, who can remember what was Hannah saying in the activity? Have a think back. What do the different signs mean in the activity? Who can remember? Yes, Zach. I beg your pardon? They point towards things. That's right. Can anybody remember any of them? Go on in, Barney. The danger one, that's right. Anybody else? What's that, Elizabeth? The birthday cake. That was a good one, wasn't it? A good sign. That's right. Yes, Zach. And there was us, wasn't there? Christchurch Bulldog. Well, in the same way, Jesus has left a sign for us, a picture. It's the Lord's Supper. We've got the bread and the wine. Now, what's the bread a picture of? Who knows? What's the bread a picture of? Yes, Sophie. Jesus' body. Now, how is bread like Jesus' body, do you think? What do you think? Any ideas? Who said that? Lynn said that. So we, we feed on it for, to give us strength for life. That's right. Anybody else? Can't do this. Ah, oh, there we are. It's broken, isn't it? The bread is broken. And Jesus' body is broken for us on the cross. Now then, there's also the wine, isn't there? What is the wine a picture of? Somebody said Jesus' blood. That's right. How is the wine like Jesus' blood? It's red, that's very true. Yes, at the back. 
can't hear. I'll come a bit nearer. Say that again. So it represents Jesus dying. Jesus' blood is poured out for us, isn't it? And the wine is poured out. That's right, so we've got bread and wine as a picture or a sign of Jesus and his death on the cross. So in the story, Jesus is about to go to the cross. It's Passover. Who can remember what Passover was about? Anybody at all? What happens at Yes, Barney. Brilliant. So the blood was put on the doorposts so that the angel of death would pass over and not kill the firstborn son. Now, how does Jesus fulfill the Passover? Go on then, Barney. Jesus is the ultimate lamb, isn't he? Who sacrificed for us. That's absolutely right. And all is prepared in verses 7 to 13. And then we get three lessons from the Lord's Supper. Firstly, something to look forward to. Something to look forward to. I wonder, what things are you looking forward to? Anybody looking forward to anything? Yes, Zach. Your mother's birthday. Well, that's excellent. Well done, Zach. We won't ask you how old she is. No, we won't. 21. 21, that's right, yeah. That's right. Yes, at the back again. What are you looking forward to? You're looking forward to Christmas. Why are you looking forward to Christmas? Jesus' birthday. It's a lovely thing to look forward to, isn't it? Yes. Your birthday. When is your birthday? Oh, that's not too long now, is it? That's right. Absolutely. So what things to look forward to. And Jesus is looking forward to something in the Lord's Supper. I don't know whether we could have the Bible reading back on the screen. In verse 14 it says, When the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table, and he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfilment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you. For I tell you, I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. So Jesus is looking forward. What is Jesus looking forward to? Any ideas? What's Jesus looking forward to in this story? Yes, Zach. He's going to go back to heaven. That's right. And what's going to happen after that? That's true. And Jesus is going to come back and usher in God's kingdom, God's perfect new heavens and new earth. What will happen when Jesus comes back? What will he do with us? Yes. Um, we'll be bringing 
That's right. And he'll eat and drink with us in the kingdom of heaven. And Jesus says, this, pic- this picture, this Lord's Supper, points forward to that wonderful day when Jesus will return. There'll be a new heaven and a new earth, no more suffering, no more sin, no more death. And Jesus will eat with us again in the kingdom of God. So something to look forward to. And then secondly, something to remember. Something to remember. What things do you need to remember in life? Anything at all? What do you have, what do you have in your minds that you need to remember? Go on, Sophie. For school, spelling tests, <laughs> exams, tests. You need to remember things for those. Anything else you need to remember? A pound for the trolley in Morrison's, that's right. <laughs> Other supermarkets are available. <laughs> Jenny said face masks, yes. You need to remember your face mask, these, don't you? I thought of, you've got to remember your wife's birthday. Your anniversary, very important to remember. Well, in verse 19, Jesus took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them, and said, this is my body, given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So what do we remember when we eat the bread and drink the wine? What do we remember? What do you, did you know? What do we remember? Any ideas? Jesus' sacrifice. That's right. We remember Jesus dying on the cross. Why is it especially important to remember what Jesus has done for us on the cross? Why is it really important to remember that? be awful, wouldn't it, if we forgot that? Why is it important to remember it? Because that changes our eternity. Jenny says it changes our eternity. That's a very important thing to say, isn't it? We would have gone to hell if we hadn't trusted in Jesus. And because Jesus died on the cross, we can go to heaven and be with God forever. Yes. Something to remember. Remembering Jesus' death on the cross. Hello. (laughs) So, something to look forward to. Something to remember. And thirdly, something to trust. Verse 20. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup, is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. So Jesus says his blood is the new covenant. Now that's a long word, isn't it? Covenant. What does covenant mean? Any ideas? What might we say for covenant? Yes, Zach. An agreement, that's right. It's an agreement between two people. Marriage is a covenant. 
And in marriage, the husband and wife make a promise, don't they? They make an agreement. They promise that they'll love one another. And when Jesus sheds his blood, he makes a covenant, an agreement, a promise. God makes a promise to us. God says, I will be your God and you will be my people. So Jesus says his blood is the new covenant. So that means there was an old covenant. Now who remembers what was involved in the old covenant? Can you remember? What sort of things went on in the old covenant? Animals were sacrificed, that's right. Where were they sacrificed? In the temple. Who did the sacrificing? Priests. That's right. So in the old covenant, animals had to be killed, sacrificed, again and again, day after day. Why were the animals sacrificed in the temple? Why, was, why did that happen? All those animals killed day after day. What was going on? What did that mean? Yes, Zach. So the animals were sacrifices, weren't they? For sin. Because we've done things wrong, God said the animals had to be killed again and again and again. It had to keep on going because we sin all of the time. So that was the old sacrifice. Now contrast the new covenant. What happens in the new covenant? Any animals sacrificed? No. Why aren't the animals sacrificed anymore? Why is that? What's that, Coco? Jesus. Jesus did it. Jesus makes one sacrifice of his own body once and for all. So there's no more sacrifices in the temple, no more temple now, no more priests. We're all priests. We together are the temple, and Jesus' body is sacrificed once and for all. Now, what difference does it make to know that Jesus died once and for all? Why is that wonderful news? It does, doesn't it? It gives us security and certainty. We can know that we're completely forgiven. Jesus has finished the work. We're completely forgiven for all the sins I've ever committed in the past, in the present, in the future. It's all completely forgiven because Jesus died on the cross once and for all. So, have you ever understood communion before? The Lord's Supper before? Have you ever thought about this before? What does the bread stand for? Jesus' body. What does the wine stand for? Jesus' blood. 
Now the important question is, are these things true for you? Do you know that when Jesus died on the cross, he died for you? Have you ever thought about that? Do you know that he died for you? And therefore, are you trusting him? Are you saying, Lord Jesus Christ, be my saviour. Rescue me from sin and death and hell so that I can know that I'm going to heaven, being with you forever. Are you trusting Jesus like that? Do you love Jesus? Look how he's loved you. He's come to earth. He's been born as a baby. He's lived that perfect life. And he's died on the cross to pay for all our sin. That's how he's loved us. Do you love him? Well, think about that. So, Father, thank you for feeding us with the body and blood of your Son the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you that in him we find all that we need to sustain us for this life and for eternity. Thank you for the forgiveness of sins. Thank you for the hope of heaven. Thank you for our relationship with you now. Thank you that Jesus is coming back and he'll usher in your perfect kingdom. Father, keep us feeding on him in the coming week. Keep us reading the word and praying and trusting Jesus and following him. So Lord, we commit ourselves to you. Send us out in the power of your spirit, we pray, to live and work to your praise and glory. In Jesus' name, amen.